your boy, the one and only Ace Witch, aka the Taco Meat Tyrant, <laughs> aka um, the Buttermilk Bastard, aka the Fruit Snack um, Fryer. Ah man, what fruit snacks taste like fried? Somebody's probably done that before. I'm I'm certain. That's a that's a um YouTube rabbit hole waiting to happen. Um, bringing you yet another episode of Switches Sites, episode forty to be exact. Today's date is uh, January thirty first, twenty nineteen. Oh boy, no, it's not twenty twenty. Uh, I'm still on it. I'm still on it. Uh, it's 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 been a month in, so it's not that bad. We're almost on the cusp of uh, February February uh, in general, but uh, luckily I'm recording this probably right <laughs> right before midnight. Uh, so yeah, uh, apologies for not getting this out uh, yesterday. Um, boy, I was uh, very much occupied with work as of late. Um, it's been consuming my life, uh, but now I'm starting to take control, taking control back with it, with it, taking control back in general. So, um, yeah, that's unfortunately why I wasn't able to record last night on top of getting home pretty late as well. But um, now we should be smooth sailing um, with no praline as an ice cream. Don't know why I mentioned that, but you know what? We're gonna go with it, cause why not? Um, yeah, I think that covers everything. So let's, uh, boy, let's get into it. Yeah, it's been a pretty, pretty crazy week in general, uh, for a lot of reasons, personal and uh, outside of uh, you know, externally, you know, with the the big news uh, coming out. Um, which I guess we'll, we'll save for later. Um, but first let's get into, uh, all that nitty gritty news, uh, that's been happening lately. So probably the biggest news story this week, um, is, uh, the huge rumors of Resident Evil 8. Um, I say the biggest aspect of that. Well, there's actually a lot of, uh, you know, facets to this story. Um, but basically rumors going around that, um, one Resident Evil eight is going to be first person again. Personally, I am not a fan of the first person camera angle for Resident Evil, but, um, apparently it's been working, you know, according to Resident Evil seven, you know, the sales, I think it's the highest, uh, in sales it's been in a while and it's still, uh, above Resident Evil two remake as well. I think Resident Evil two is a remake was pretty close to Resident Evil 7 but not not enough to uh surpass it so um it's only it's, it's it, I guess it was somewhat evident that uh it probably was going to follow the same route of you know this new reinvented um you know path with all the uh new uh Resident Evils you know in the with each new iteration or whatever so uh, I would have preferred any other angle than first person personally, but I'll, I mean, I'm a still, I'm, I'm not going, I'm, I'm not going to lie and say I'm not, not going to play it. Cause I sure as hell am going to play it and keep an open mind. And you know, it, it is better. Uh, I don't know it, it, it what well, it did feel better than uh resident evil six in some aspects at least specifically you know going back uh to horror but um you know it, it was lacking in some areas especially you know enemy variety and stuff like that so uh we'll see but i that is uh kind of you know uh going on that point um it is rumored to have zombies come back so um I mean that in of itself uh i think boosts the game a bit um you know uh kind of combining probably the reference point they have with resident evil 2 remake to some extent and adding that back to um resident evil 8 in a first person perspective uh which i'm pretty sure will translate pretty well 
Um, and then also uh, the main uh, antagonist, uh, Ethan Hunt, um, who you barely saw. You only saw like his hands and toes and feet. Uh, him getting his his arm decapitated. Well, no, you, you when you decapitate, you decapitate your head. Can't decapitate an arm. Uh, dismembered. There we go. There we go. That's how you how you use a dictionary um so yeah um i don't know uh he was okay he wasn't he was pretty forgettable i mean clearly because you didn't see him like majority of the whole game anyway um yeah yeah his 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 dialogue wasn't really that great either but who knows they could probably make him better i guess um yeah it's fine sure um, I know additionally, Chris Redfield is also, uh, rumored to come back to some, yeah, at least the, the terminology is some capacity. <laughs> so, um, eh, yeah. And then they, yeah, we have the questionable, you know, Chris Redfield remake, um, you know, remodel of him in, in the RE engine. And he looks just weird and off and like, you know, some asshole that you meet at a football game or something. I don't know. That's the just the vibes I get from him. The Chris Redfield and Ari Engine look like somebody who would um, you know, take something out of your pocket and then act like he didn't, but then try to sell it back to you like you never had it before. You know what I mean? He just I don't like it. I don't like it. Something just don't sit right with me with with, with this Chris. Maybe he's evil Chris. Evil Chris. Got inherited by Wesker or something. Wesker did some Metal Gear Solid shit and then like just like, you know, spliced himself with Chris and, you know, inducted him or I don't even what's the term you like brainwash him or something like Jill. But but Chris this time because Wesker somehow still alive, which I'd actually be. I'd be pretty cool with, you know, find out Wesker's still alive. I'd be like, yeah, he's really cool. I mean, I see why they didn't kill him. But I guess all that will be found out later. Uh, another aspect uh, is that there apparently are going to be wolf-like enemies. Uh, that'll be an interesting change for Resident Evil, um, having a wolf-like enemy. Um, I mean, we never really seen that before. I assume it wouldn't be the traditional wolf-like, you know, um, you know, like palette swap of a dog or Cerberus probably be, you know, or I guess maybe they could do both. Maybe have a, you know, more feral traditional wolf and then have the more, you know, um, what Victorian like, uh, wolf that are, you know, the traditional, you know, uh, once human now wolf when the moon goes full type deal uh it'd be interesting i guess and then a new stalker enemy so i'm instantly thinking some something on the likes of uh nemesis and nostanek ustanek i think ustanek from resident evil 6 uh where you have you know a constant enemy that just stalks you throughout the game all that com- combined at least on paper sounds like uh a uh, pretty good recipe for a pretty pretty solid Resident Evil game, at least. Um, I assume they're still trying to um, stay on that uh, VR train as well, which is, I think, probably another reason why they're trying to uh, stick on the FPS, um, you know, camera view and stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, I just really would want a traditional camera angle. I just want... I actually, I just like want a straight up traditional Resident Evil game where, you know, you have the fixed camera angles and, you know, the same, you know, puzzles and pretty much all of it, which technically Resident Evil 7 had, but just the camera angle and the enemy variety was uh, some big downsides, in my opinion, that did uh, detract from that game for me personally. But I mean, I still bought and played it, so... That goes to show you, I, I only played it once. I didn't play it again, which I did play like Resident Evil 2 Remake, like maybe like what, seven, seven, maybe going on eight times now. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, 
it's apparently not going to be called Resident Evil 8 either. It's going to have some clever, clever tile, quote unquote. Um, mm. And uh, yeah, that was another thing. It seems like it's trying to take a theme from uh, Resident Evil 3.5 or, you know, uh, or would it be 4.5? think 3.5 where you know uh resident evil had that um kind of supernatural vibe uh before it became resident evil 4 um you know with the hook man and um not to get real like trivia e but uh basically if you look it up you know there's an early footage of resident evil 4 where it did um basically try to take that supernatural uh village theme um, which is seems like what they're possibly going to where it's going to be more snowy now and mountainous, which we kind of saw a little bit of in uh, Revelations. But it seems like it's going to be in Europe, which is kind of like it seems to be taking like a fair amount of inspiration from Resident Evil 4 with that specifically, at least kind of like just general instant expectations from there. But yeah, so regular zombies instead of the molded, um, that's gonna be a big bonus um and i guess the 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 nemesis type enemy is gonna be a female enemy that will follow you but she's shadowy and will dissipate if shot huh that's uh that's interesting i'm not sure how i feel about that not not quite sure um yeah i don't I don't know, man. It's fine, I guess, but it is what it is. Um, I know uh, specifically that they are planning um, because I'm a Resident Evil ambassador. That's basically like a um, what is it like? Kind of like an exclusive uh, program where basically you get to get access to some betas and test out games there there supposedly is going to be an event um in a couple of countries uh one being how here in la that uh you can go and test the game which i'm thinking is going to be resident Evil 8 because boy i will voice my opinion um you know honestly because i do care about this series so much but um yeah yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm going to still play it regardless. Um, give it a shot because it is Resident Evil and, you know, it's vetted to be a legitimate Resident Evil, you know, once we find out more. But, uh, yeah, man. Yeah, man. It's kind of slightly disappointing because, you know, I really wanted a more traditional, really, really back to roots Resident Evil where, you know, pretty much almost everything is, you know, including that camera angle is back to basics and that from that standpoint. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, the more I'm thinking about it, the more I'm kind of getting bummed up, bummed out about it. Um, My expectations are going to be pretty low just based off of this. These details we've heard already. Um, but I'd be surprised probably might, um, considering all of the stuff we're hearing so far, uh, it sounds like this game is like deep in the, the development where almost close to probably pretty much close in terms of like a general, um, you know, foundation of a story and pretty much all of that. Uh, so I wouldn't be surprised if we, uh, you know, heard more at like, uh, whenever this PS five, uh, reveal is going to happen. I'm assuming sometime next month. Um, at least that's when, uh, the last, uh, the PS four was announced, um, around, around that time frame as well. And, you know, if they're going to be releasing in 20, the, by the end of 2020, um, we're definitely going to need to see some more details about the PS five for sure. Uh, but then again, they could, they could just be pulling their whole, you know, uh, bad boy. I don't, I don't have to live by the rules that nobody else type, you know, live by my own rules and, you know, just drop the PS five instantly without any, uh, Sony could do that, but I doubt they would, but 
who knows that's contingent on whenever that happens but uh yeah uh resident evil 8 wolf werewolves zombies first person uh chris redfield who look looks real booty coming back i don't know not sure how all that uh together (laughs) makes me feel but we'll see how my opinion might change you know seeing maybe a trailer seeing everything in action and whatnot and i probably need to replay resident evil 7 just for a refresher of you know man do i really not like this game and i know i think i did do a disservice to myself not playing it in vr but i was very skeptical of vr at the time so i'll probably give it another shot um in vr specifically um so yeah at some point some point in time but uh interesting stuff interesting stuff yeah like (laughs) resident evil 3 isn't even out yet and they're already on the road for resident evil 8 yeah that leads me to believe that this is coming out fairly soon um probably probably uh next year 2021 or something but uh, I think they're going to be plopping them seeds. Um, probably, yeah. During E3. Probably E3 is a pretty safe bet, I'd say. So, <sighs> cool, cool stuff either way, man. But I don't know, man. Ugh, FPS again. Uh, <sighs> dis- disappointed, man. Disappointed. Um, in other news, uh, boy, that Final Fantasy VII remake dropped, and boy, it was everything I wanted, and then some, and then some. And you, we had, uh, well, they were, they were very, um, what's the word, cryptic about communicating, um, when they were making uh if if um the cross dress and stuff with cloud if you played um i guess spoilers but i mean there's what it's like a 20 30 year old game uh if you haven't played by now you probably won't play uh but i digress um cross dressing cloud it seemed like uh they weren't gonna do it but then now they uh totally reveal that they are gonna do it um and boy, man, they like it was like, oh, you thought we wasn't gonna do cross dressing cloud, where were you? You thought we we were gonna omit the whole Don Cornelio Corneo? Don Corneo. That's what I'm gonna that's what I'm gonna go with. Oh Don Corneo uh segment, huh? Boy, boy, you're wrong. Cause we're gonna go all in. <laughs> and boy today, man, they had uh they had I, I don't know if he's a new character. Um they had this very at least visually flamboyant uh gay character um i'm pretty um I, I would assume he was in the in the original but i don't remember him and then you know they had the don cornor conio well, i don't i don't, don't know i want to put more emphasis on that for some reason don cornoio corneo i'm gonna say corneo but i feel like that's wrong whatever so there was that aspect of it and then what else um i think they were showing that ex that new character that i guess is they're making him up to be like some consistent rival (laughs) which i do love i ain't gonna lie that's always been a a pretty great point in a lot of games like you had it in yakuza with the one dude that (laughs) just magically keep coming back every damn time like damn i thought i killed you like the past five times we fought why you keep coming back sit your ass down but you know um so that'd be kind of cool like an ongoing joke i feel like that's kind of like an 80s 90s movies thing where you know uh action movie type trope where you know (laughs) <laughs> but then yeah like yakuza like takes it like to 10 where you're like <laughs> literally like five six times dude came back where you know you see me like yeah he's probably dead no he's not never mind um so that's cool uh then you also got red 13 uh him speaking uh and it seems to be it's just like i would envision him speaking in this remake 
uh, perfection right there. Uh, you had the one girl, I think Elena, probably got that wrong, but the blonde hair woman in the Shinra Corporation. Man, it's a lot of aspects I forgot about Final Fantasy VII. I'm kind of very much tempted to uh, get another playthrough in to kind of reminisce and uh, refresh my memory. I feel like that's going to come at some point. But um, yeah, then you uh, got Mojo Jojo or well damn it mojo i think it's just mojo uh the experimental like you know conniving scientist um and who's the one dude uh the bald and creepy donald trump looking dude uh damn it damn it what is his name uh i had it to pester pest something with a p uh p uh not peter some would have peed, damn it. You know what I mean? The dude to get hit by the truck where he's, you know, trying to get get away and thought he got away. Ha ha ha. And then gets gets <laughs> boy, and I can't wait to see that. Man, I cannot wait to see that in full 4K high definition glory. It's gonna be a sight to behold, man. Oh boy. Probably won't be in this one though. I don't think it'll be in well, de- depending on given however they're gonna structure this whole part series type thing or you know um part one episode one two double h sk something i don't know so uh overall boy bravo square enix you put in that work uh man what this is what 15 15 25 years uh, was worth the wait. If this is what we're in for, I'm all for it. I'm all for it and everything. They actually gave a lot more details than I was expecting. Uh, but it's like, uh, I already played Final Fantasy VII technically. This is just a remake. But, you know, obviously they're going to switch some stuff around that, uh, you know, you're accustomed to. But, oh boy, cannot wait. Very excited for Final Fantasy VII Remake. Oh boy. 2020 is going to be a great, great with this game alone, not to mention all the other games coming out. So, uh, moving on and boy, boy, oh boy, uh, on top of that, um, devil may cry three switch Nintendo switch edition. Um, so on top of what we already gotten confirmed, style switching which by itself just just uh, this is this is gonna be the best game well definitely the best devil may cry uh hands down based off that alone and now they revealed last or yesterday um that there will be weapon switching as well so you can basically utilize all of your weapons so um you're not uh constricted or restricted to uh just two weapons which is the vanilla version of the game where you can you're only limited to two uh devil arms and hand weapons um range weapons uh but now you have a weapon wheel and at least uh, I was checking out the stream uh, where they revealed all this info where basically it's a radial type wheel where you have all your five uh, range weapons and devil arms. And then you can basically hold the ZR or ZL and then uh, flick the right analog stick directly for whatever weapon you want to get, which is actually a very smart uh, way of implementing weapon switches so basically you kind of get the best of both worlds so you have access to pretty much all of your weapons instantly but you can also um you're not basically restricted with how your weapon order is set basically so it's kind of the not necessarily issue with uh, devil may cry 5 Uh, So basically, you know, you kind of have a predetermined combo um, in place based on how you have your uh, weapon set in in whatever particular order, which is what you can do in Devil May Cry 5, 
which is a great addition, at least before now, where we have this weapon switching. So um, now you can, yeah, you basically have the best of both worlds. So you can like, you know, cycle through the weapons traditionally if you want, but you can like, you know, uh, have do a combo with the Cerberus and then, you know, switch to uh, Beowulf, which is maybe like your fifth weapon you'd have to cycle to otherwise, but now you can just cycle to it directly. And boy, just thinking about that alone just gives like way more, even more uh, combo options and possibilities. And that's just going to be a freaking damn delight to just play with and experiment on. Um, man, I am just, whew, I'm just gushing right now. Am I blushing? Am I blushing? Cause boy, I'm, I'm, I'm a little turned on. I ain't gonna let y'all, I'm gonna lie to y'all right now. Nipples, <laughs> nipples a little stiff. If you, if you, if you catch my, <laughs> if you catch my drift. Um, so yeah, I don't think they, uh, I don't think they confirmed if you can omit omit weapons you don't want to mess with at all. But I mean, still, if, if that's not the case, you'll still be able to, again, you know, directly, you know, switch to weapons you only want to you prefer. But would be a cool little additional touch if, you know, you have a weapon you'll never intend to even mess with, like Spiral or <laughs> Nevin in a lot of cases. Um, but man just these two assets alone for this game this is shaping up to be the best damn devil may cry ever and man uh devil may cry 3 is was up there but i slightly put five above it because of the you know style switching and you know the deeper functionality with devil may cry 5 but boy now we got a uh, style switching and freaking uh full weapon switching um all of this is going to be in the freestyle mode so if you're you know or devil may cry three purist but i don't see why you would be because these are clear blatant uh direct awesome improvements to devil may cry but if you want that traditional experience that's still there this is in a new mode called freestyle mode um so boy this is this is too much <laughs> this is too much this is 2020 boy ah oh, man um then they have one more uh reveal coming later uh closer like a few days before release uh so i'm curious to what what that's gonna be uh a lot of a lot of us are suspecting um what is it what is it um co-op co-op with a Virgil uh where you know either bloody palace or you can like literally play through the whole game as Virgil where you know obviously it's gonna break some um seriousness or continuity technically but you know like where you have two of the same character when you're playing a co-op game but you know there's still the story there that's suspension of belief um, which I'm totally fine with if that means like legit straight up co-op with another character that would be fantastic um, if not that probably maybe an overhaul of Virgil where he'll probably maybe get probably the same properties as um, as Dante in terms of the freestyle mode uh, but maybe some of his moves that he got or attained in um, Devil May Cry 5 you know you couldn't technically play him as a character um, those are at least my two top guesses. Something with Virgil in terms of him, an improvement, um, or a co-op, or maybe both, a bit of both. Um, hard to say, hard to say. Not sure, but boy, man, my I, already my uh my desires have been satiated. I, I, I uninstalled the PC version so damn quick. Cause man, it, it, it's a pretty great, um, you know, mod, but, uh, it's a little janky and considering the port, um, it's like the older version of the Devil May Cry three is not the best port, uh, in general. So I'm a, I'm, this is going to be my primary 
way to play Devil May Cry Free, Devil May Cry Free, <laughs> for sure. So, boy, I am hyped. I am hyped to play Devil May Cry Three again, man. And boy, I put like what, maybe like a hundred, hundred and twenty hours into that game. Um, well, I broke the timer. It was like nine, nine, nine. So I don't even know how much time I did. And then I replayed the PlayStation um, or the collection, I think on PS3 specifically. Uh, no word on if like this particular patch or, you know, mode for Devil May Cry 3 is going to be patched into like, you know, the Devil May Cry collection for which includes one, two and three, four, uh, three Xbox one and PS4 and PC. Uh, but my guess is it's probably just going to be exclusive for maybe about a year and then maybe after, but then new console is going to come out. Yeah. So it's probably, I'm guessing it's just going to be exclusive to the switch version, uh, at least for an extended period of time before it gets patched out to, um, PS4, Xbox one PC, if it even does, but Hey, more reason to play my switch and boy you better believe i'm about to play the hell of my switch right now boy damn this is gonna be great this this is gonna be great i'm gushing right now so let me let me contain myself all right so 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 great so good so good it really is oh man you can switch your styles on the fly uh that was the only thing that was stopping this game from being like immense pure perfection. <sighs> like a schoolgirl right now, but I don't care. This don't make cry. This is probably definitely hands down, probably one of my top ten favorite games of all time for sure. So um excuse me if I I get out of character a little bit. Uh but moving on. Oh, and it's coming out February 20th too. I think you can pre-order slash pre-download it. So you better believe you better believe, you know, I'm going to do it. Um, we got a little bit of details of the, uh, the rotor head, the rotor head for master chief collection for PC, uh, as you know, or may have not known, uh, master chief collection, well, one, one is coming to PC. Uh, they started with Halo Reach and then they're basically going game to game. So basically they're going in, you know, uh, sequential order. So next would be Halo one combat evolved anniversary. Um, and then, you know, Halo two, so on and so forth. So, uh, they gave a pretty thorough explanation of where they're at with each game so far. Um, so that's good. Uh, outside of that, nothing too detailed. That they just gave some miscellaneous details in terms of specifically where they're at with each game, which is what I that and that's one thing I always want to say too about uh, three four three studios. One, I think they've done a great job for they they they've done a great job with taking the mantle. Um, the reigns uh, for Halo and, you know, the series as a whole. I think they've done a tremendous job as you can like Halo 4 was freaking great. Halo 5 was is probably up there. I'd probably put it above three as uh, my my favorite Halo games of all time um, and right behind two. So that goes to show you how like just tight and just fun the gameplay is with Halo Five. Um, man, I, given their track record so far, I cannot wait to see what they do with Halo Infinite when that comes out. But all in all, I do appreciate how um, uh, Three Four Three has handled communication, considering the you know kind of dead silence they had, uh, you know, with the travesty and you know wildfire that was master chief collection when it initially came out but they've done much better now and are very being very uh, transparent about a lot of uh the decisions and changes and things they're working on in the game which i more than greatly appreciate as a huge halo fan 
Um, I, I take immense comfort in knowing these guys are uh, doing um, what uh, or treating Halo in its, you know, best interest in terms, you know, the continuation and everything. So, boy, oh boy, I got I got this game. I got Halo Infinite in my roster. I cannot wait to see how it stacks up. I'm pretty sure it's going to be a damn great game. Um, I, I, I I bet bet my life on it. All right. I don't bet my life on a lot of stuff, but Halo, that's something I'll bet my life on. Um, With the rumors going on uh, with uh, Nintendo Switch that like, you know, uh, man, when's the Switch Pro, Switch Plus, or, you know, um, switch 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 switchy switch 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 uh basically um was it the president yeah and the, the president of nintendo shintaro furukawa said no plans to release new switch model in 2020 so uh, I don't know. I, I'm kind of want to take that with a grain of salt. I feel like maybe they're trying to diffuse uh, the situation or diffuse the speculation. And they're like, oh, we just playing. Uh, he goes Switch Pro. But I mean, only time will tell. But at the same time, it's like the PS5, the Xbox Series X is going to come out this year. Um, it's probably smarter for Nintendo to back out considering how obviously majority of gamers are, are going to want to go with the, you know, hot new hotness and not like a, uh, at least a highly rumored mid tier upgrade or yeah. Yeah. For Nintendo, I'd say mid mid tier upgrade considering it's a console lifetime, but I guess that's kind of somewhat still unknown up in the air, but, uh, yeah even though most people see the Nintendo switch as like a supplemental console, I'd say. So like, uh, most people either have a PC and a switch, a PS4 and a switch or Xbox one and a switch. I, I feel obviously, you know, there's clear blatant outliers where, you know, people who just have a switch or, you know, things like that. But I'd say a lot of folks view the switch as a supplementary console considering, you know, the, the, the portability aspect of it too, which is so damn cool. And, and just how you just slide it in and then dock it. And then, you know, you just play, but then you want to go on the go, you just slide it out and then you can play with you and take it with you on the go. Then you can pick up where you left off. Ah, it's the thing I didn't know I needed, but I'm glad I have now. So, uh, I guess, yeah, they, they could do both, but I, I think, yeah, honestly, they they could be smart and maybe like wait till 2021 like uh around the anniversary of the when the switch came out like around marchish where they'd release a new console or a mid-tier console or something or you know a ps pro xbox one x equivalent um but i'm all for it switch is great and it's good to see the, uh, the switch doing really well i think uh, it reached a milestone recently where it it actually <laughs> which is kind of sad it sold more sold more than the xbox one in 72 weeks than um wait it sold more than the xbox one in 72 weeks um than the switch's current lifetime basically sold more than Xbox one in a shorter lifespan, um, which goes to show you just, uh, how well this thing is picking up. Um, they also did reveal, a uh, animal crossing switch. It looks kind of clean. I'm not going to lie. I would kind of mess with it if I, uh, it's tempting, but I don't know. I wouldn't, I don't know if I'd bite the bullet on that. Uh, the, the kind of cotton candy green and blue, it looks good, but I don't know. I just want to lick, lick the switch more than I want to play it, but it's cool though. That's a very unique dock. I think that dock alone might sell a lot of people, but I don't know. I'm not a big animal crossing fan either. I'll probably, this might be the first animal crossing I may try. We'll see. It's going to be a hectic, hectic time period for when that comes out, but we shall see. Michelle. Um, next in news, 
Overwatch. The guy, Jeff Kaplan, uh, released another update. Had some interesting tidbits uh, that uh, are pretty drastic, I'd say. Um, then, you know, the basic. Uh, we uh, nerfed McCree and we buffed Soldier 76. You know. Uh, so the probably the biggest aspects uh, experimental cards. So basically uh, for uh, non PC players, that's basically uh, P- PTR public test realm, which basically for players on PC, um, you got to test out some of the new or planned changes and balances that were going to come to the main game. You can play in the PTR uh, basically to give feedback um kind of uh help provide um blizzard with uh data specifically towards you know maybe is this too powerful not too powerful so on and so forth but basically they're bringing this aspect into the main game including for console players as well which i think is a big game for uh, a lot of console players i know that play overwatch exclusively and stuff like that so that's pretty cool as well as you know you keep to uh you get all your uh credit and you know um stats uh you know in terms of upgrading and well ranking up basically so you don't because since the ptr and the main game are treated as separate instances where you don't get any of that um tracked or rank uh go with you to the main game after you're done playing in the ptr So this is pretty cool in a lot of ways, specifically for that, being able to keep that continuity of your rank progression while, you know, providing feedback and, you know, data to Blizzard, um, you know, getting a feel for the new changes they're possibly planning to implement in the game. That's probably the biggest one I'd say. Oh, well, it's debatable. Then the next one is that they're basically they call it player pools but a lot of people are i guess you know more cynical uh pessimistic well i mean i guess depending on how you view it but basically hero bands or pretty much uh specifically for competitive play you can um play particular characters um but they'll lock out some characters more than likely that are in the meta of the game uh which are basically you know the common go-to characters in the game that kind of breaks the fun of experimentation and uh flexibility with overwatch when it comes to at least competitive competitive play specifically so it's gonna be interesting to see how the community responds to this where you know uh, why I can't play my character I love to play all the time or, or you know um, oh, damn it this is you know kind of forcing you to play somebody else rather than sticking to the same consistent character who may be the top dog in the in the, in the current games meta um, and they said the hero pool at least initially is going to rotate weekly but they said that they can change it you know how they see fit to you know daily or I match and stuff like that so yeah that's going to be pretty interesting to see how that shakes up the game and they said it's also going to be in the um the overwatch league as well that kind of uh mechanic uh where there will be a hero pool so um yeah it's going to be interesting it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out um i think most people a lot of people wanted that just to not make the game stagnant in terms of just you know up oh, well these are the obvious go-to characters that i can only play if i really want to win um but i think this is a at least on paper it seems like a pretty good um idea to kind of force the game to be more um fresh and not as restricted to you know you have this whole pool of characters i don't know how many we're at now we're maybe like 35 36 i think and you know only playing like what five of those characters consistently it's something about that that is kind of messed up <laughs> consider all the work that blizzard has put in creating those characters to be used to some extent right so um i guess apparently anti-cheat efforts uh hopefully to you know 
least in my experience playing specifically on console mostly <laughs> weirdly enough even though i have access to a pc but um having the uh yeah in terms of anti-cheat and mm, like you know specifically uh mouse players that are playing mouse on a console when they uh are you know basically making the console think you're playing a controller but you're actually playing with a mouse which is obviously giving you a significant advantage uh compared to console players stuff like that um but maybe it's more so on the pc side maybe both who knows uh then you know a big overhaul to career profile where you know you'll probably you know traditional quality of life stuff and things like that but overall uh pretty nifty changes i'd say um, very interested to see how it's all going to play out, how the community is going to react to them. But, uh, overall, I'd say I agree initially, um, you know, getting caught up in the, well, this is the best character you should play all the time. Every time, if you want to win games does sound kind of boring, um, you know, probably the more you do it. So, uh, keeping on that, uh, multiplayer train, um, apex legends, uh, came out with a trailer called Assimilation, where basically showed, uh, I believe, I don't know if they confirmed the new character or legend yet, but it's either Revenant um, or um, this other guy, Forge, who's um, basically going to be, or could possibly be both. Um, we'll have to see. Uh, when it when the new season drops, I think next week, February fourth, I want to say. But uh, the trailer was pretty cool. Had this he, he's like this robot character, which is like yeah, like we don't have enough of those. I mean, well, we only just got Pathfinder technically. Um, but he um seems. I don't know how to describe him. He had a lot of interesting aspects, at least they conveyed in the trailer where he can like, it seems like he can um, generate this shield of invulnerable invulnerability um, and also teleport. So it was like a weird combination of all of them. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, I guess he was also in the Halloween event, which I missed. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see how all that comes together or if he's even going to be a character or, you know, legend. And then there was Loba, who was this like young girl who they're at least kind of plotting it out to make like, I'll have my revenge, even though I'm really young now, but I remember what you did. And I'll, when I'm old enough and strong enough, I'm going to come back for you and kill you. Even though you're a robot, who's maybe a clone of a real person, but you know, Outside of that, we don't know much, um, but interesting stuff either way. I'm looking forward to it. Try to try to try to play more than like six Apex Legends matches before I before I quit. Um, but uh, yeah, this might get me to jump back in at least. Try it out. It did catch my attention one way or another. But yeah, that's uh, pretty much all the news that popped out this week. Um, oh, let me uh cover the switch sales thing real quick. I forgot about that tidbit. Um, I did actually have the deets. So yeah, that's what I was talking about. So yeah, the switch set the benchmark for the highest system sold in a year, in a year since, uh, in the U.S. since 2011. But in addition, it also topped the Xbox One. Um, referencing that, uh, what I said before, which is pretty great. So, blah blah blah. Yeah, Switch is selling like pretty crazy. So <laughs> you get the drift. Um, what else? Yeah, so let's get to personal stuff. Um, not personal stuff, but game stuff. More detailed stuff. Uh, the PS4 back button, that technically came out. Well, it came out earlier, but I managed to get it this week. Um, haven't got too much time to play with it, but um, 
I sip my tea. Overall, I'd say it's pretty great cost efficient addition to having back buttons to your controller. Uh, so basically, just to give you a quick rundown how it works is basically there's an OLED screen on the back of it, which is kind of weird, to be honest. I'm not sure why they didn't put it in the front instead of the back, but whatever. It still functions either way. So basically, you press tap the button and then you have like three presets, pretty much like an elite controller where you can, you know, customize it to like uh, basically, you know, assign pretty much all of the buttons on the controller to be the uh, one of the two button two back put paddle buttons. So for me, probably my primary default is having um, mainly for Call of Duty is uh, X as jump and circle as crouch for, you know, left and right. Uh, so like, you know, when I'm playing, I don't it feels more awkward to jump while not having your hand on the analog stick. Um, so that makes the most sense for me. If that's my first setup or primary setup. And then second, I think I have the D pads for some games that have that where it's just much easier, um, where it's just a single tap and then you're good to go. Uh, but it's pretty straightforward, really you just double tap and then you hold to, uh, customize the preset. And then you just basically tap the button uh, to cycle through all the available buttons to then stop at the button you want. And then after that, do another double tap, I believe. And then bam, you have your preset. And another cool aspect is that it's like assigned physically to the controller. So it's not software related. So technically any anything you can connect the PS4 controller to with the well, the PS4 too, you can use the back button attachment. So there's no kind of restriction of only playing it on a Sony console. You can play it on PC, uh, your uh, iOS, um, pretty much all of the above um, and have that functionality, which I think is a pretty awesome aspect of it in of itself. So all in all, I, I definitely approve how I didn't notice any issues with it when I was testing it out um, pretty great the buttons feel pretty respectable considering they're in a, a spot where you're more than likely to accidentally hit it the pressure is like just right where you uh, don't accidentally hit it you actually hit it on intention instead of accidentally which is uh, definitely uh, you could something you can tell they really thought about so um, I'm probably sure I talked about last uh, previous episodes but yeah, I'm very curious to see how this hints at or it's a pretty big hint at maybe what we will be able to see with the PS5 controller where maybe there is some in, ingrained or installed back buttons already or something like that. Because it's very weird, especially considering the current life state that the PS4 is in on the, you know, wake of the next gen consoles that they were to release something like this. Um, it's very weird. So that's leading me to lead me to believe that there's gotta be some functionality in the PS five controller. Cause they did say that I think PS four controls will be compatible with this. And this addition seems to be a likely, you know, thing to increase the compatibility for that to some extent. I don't know, but I just found that interesting on the list. Um, then uh, in terms of games I play lately, boy, oh boy, Call of Duty Modern Warfare has been consuming my life and I'm, I've been enjoying every damn minute of it. You hear me? Uh, that game is like great. It's definitely, I think it's definitely solidified its place at least, at least, well, I've always kept it there, but at least for now, uh, behind Modern Warfare 2 is my favorite Call of Duty game of all time. Uh, it's that good. It's that good. It's been a while, but man, oh, I've been having a great time just figuring out new weapons, mess with new weapons, unlocking challenges, uh, trying to get to get to rank 155 of the season, which is still dumb, by the way. Still stupid. Uh, at least uh, they can make that more lenient and more accessible because one, I'm just trying to get my money back uh, because basically when you beat the whole season, you get 
all your money back that you invested. So you can keep going season to season by just basically only paying $10 if you put in a time basically, which is kind of a trade off when you think about it. But nonetheless, um, totally engulfed in Call of Duty Modern Warfare. That game is freaking great. Just the graphics, the the engine, the the shooting, all is uh pretty damn great. And man, with each of these new classic maps coming out, it's only getting better, man. It's only getting better. It really is. Um, outside of that, pretty much is all I've been up to. Been trying to figure out some video issues I've been having lately, which is why you probably haven't seen me stream as of late as well had this weird funky ass issue where basically all of a sudden of course um i'm not able to get audio uh to my um capture device for some strange reason video seems to display fine but audio will not display at all so i've been trying to figure that out i've been trying to maybe do uh looking into a since i'm able to get video uh, just to route uh, audio to my mixer and then just have, you know, audio go that way where I just sync it up or whatever. But now that technically is not even working because I've been using, I uh, have this HD Fury um, Vertex, by the way, had it for a while now, a pretty long time. Uh, pretty great. I recommend it. It's uh, if you're, you know, video, mm, let me be, <laughs> let me be careful here. If you are a, video slash AV enthusiast, um, this would be the device for you. That's probably the best way I can describe that. Um, so it does have a port where it has many toss link to optical, which, uh, my mixer go XLR has where in theory, you just plug in the mini toss link to the, uh, vertex and then whatever game I'm playing, which is hooked up to the vertex should, uh, go out the toss link to the optical and to my mixer to play or, you know, um, having my arsenal, but of course it, uh, I'm not getting any audio to it. So now I'm going to the route of trying to experiment, uh, by basically having an optical splitter that will split out the optical signal that goes to my headset traditionally additionally go to my mixer which i'm hoping that might be the workaround i'm looking for but now now my video does not want to play either so now i was like well what is going on now what what is life what am i even doing <laughs> start to question your mortality at this point um so that's been just fun fun as in in the most sarcastic way possible possibly imaginable and then pretty much i've been working like pretty much like crazy this whole week i've not gotten a break until now recently so that's been great but uh enough of the the (laughs) switch ran hour um that's pretty much what i've been up to man uh but man we have to acknowledge the huge elephant in the room which is Ah, the passing of Kobe Bryant, man. And you know what, man? I ain't gonna lie to y'all. That hit me pretty hard. Uh, For somebody that doesn't, you know, express emotion and stuff like that, I don't know. Something about just uh, the 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 his hustle and like um, hustle and um, dedication to improving his craft somebody of you know his stature and you know how much he really um what's the word kind of how would you describe it how he really thrives upon being the best that you can possibly be uh it's just something that's just so inspiring and you know how much of a family man he was he's just like a quintessential role model uh, to look up to and you know after he even retired from the game he was still you know kind of carrying those fundamentals with him and ah, it's just now just knowing especially how tragic everything went um you know uh him being killed in the car crash car crash helicopter crash 
along with his um, daughter Gigi and um, let's see like eight other people I believe uh, that's it's it's sad as hell man considering how much of a you know a legend he was and and that's probably the biggest takeaway I took from his death is that um somebody who's so who's so seemingly legendary and like you know kind of like at least perceivably untouchable you know and I guess in terms of a pretty much a mortality extent just to be taken away like that is just like that's just crazy you know somebody who you seem is just like the top of the top just invincible not be invincible you know what I mean that's just something um humbling about that I'd say in the you know most unfortunate sad way possible because uh just seeing how much of an impact he had on what LA in general and you know even I I was seeing it you know buses and stuff R.I.P. Kobe you can see the immense kind of um, effect he had on LA as a whole in terms of you know the team he's played for forever and stuff like that man it's, it's, it's just sad and you can kind of feel it you know everywhere you go within this city is um it's unfortunate man it really is um, it's, it's sad in so many ways and you know how his daughter was you know shaping up to kind of take his mantle um you know him kind of you know being a being a dad again having the time to do all that is sad and I ain't gonna lie to y'all I, 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 <laughs> I've cried the hardest in it I've cried in a while um, it just that whole aspect really affected me for some reason which and you know I'm, I'm admittedly not the biggest basketball you know fan I don't really watch basketball games like that but I mean anybody who doesn't even you know watch basketball or you know follow it that closely knows that like Kobe is probably one of the top players of all time I mean uh, you I think you can ask anybody that especially like out here in LA where it's you know somewhat of a uh more just known thing like <laughs> like you can get out if you don't know that or something like you know what I mean so uh, and you know feel bad for you know Vanessa and the, the I believe three three uh, kids left um, after everything it's, it's tough man your your husband and your daughter both gone like that and it's sad uh, it's really tough man it, 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 it's hard it's hard to it's, it's I can't even describe it just something like that somebody just so impressionable and uh kind of an ideal role model to look after just be gone like that um i think he was only 41 too uh but nonetheless had to definitely acknowledge that because i think uh the whole world uh just to go to show how like big of an uh you know uh impact he had on everybody here um the whole world felt it. You man, it's like you felt it everywhere. You really did. So, R.I.B. Kobe, aka Mamba. Whenever I shoot anything, Kobe. Now, uh, that at least on Twitter, everybody was was actually talking about that, like how that has a different feeling now, like Kobe, and then it's like ah, oh, it, uh, it hurts now when you say it. It's like man, yeah, Kobe. Kobe. Uh, didn't mean to end on a somber note, but I mean that had to be uh had to be addressed, you know. Um R.I.P. Kobe, man. R.I.P. Um outside of that, um yeah, that's pretty much it. Pretty much what I've been up to. Hopefully I'll figure out this stuff. Uh, been having this damn irritating issue with my NAS, which I guess I'll, I'll divulge a little bit into as well. <laughs> Basically, um, been having this error with my NAS where, where it crashes, where I have to keep re- restarting it. 
it seems like it's a software issue, but I'm not sure ultimately what it is actually pointing to. Um, it seems to be possibly the media server I have, but I'm not even sure if that's even the aspect. Um, but at least I tried everything. I had additional server for specifically, um, music streaming, but now I removed that didn't work. I tried, um, adding a different source, uh, additional USB drive, which is a boot drive to try to circumvent it. That didn't work. Uh, I don't know. It's been a pain in the ass. I just want it to work without any issues, without, with minimal maintenance. But of course it wants attention. I don't feel like <laughs> giving it specifically. Um, so I'm probably going to just reinstall it and give it a different config file, um, and be done with it. Uh, but sorry to get super jargony for people that don't even have a clue what I'm talking about, but you know, Hey, this is, I think that's what this podcast is for a little bit of yin and yang. Well, well, not even, that's not even it. Uh, a little bit of the, it's not kind of the, the, the gamer talk with a little bit of the, this is technically nerdy stuff too. So, I mean, it is kind of in line with, uh, the focus of the show in general, but, but I digress. Um, yeah, guys, uh, if you have any questions, uh, you'd like to submit to the show, uh, feel free to submit them at my email, which is a switch TV at gmail.com. If I get enough, I'll start doing or dedicating a segment to answering your questions and tell you how much of a, of an ain't shit person you are. <laughs> no, I, I won't do that to you. I won't do that to you unless you deserve it. Then I will. Um, <laughs> Feel free to like, um, bam, uh, like, uh, rate, subscribe on your respective platforms, uh, really helps out. Um, is that all? Did I miss anything? I don't think I did. Yeah. Uh, I think that will be all guys, man, right at 12 too, boy, right on the dot, that timing though. Um, <laughs> but until next time, guys. Nobody's safe.